views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to a special, special edition of the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, I am so thrilled to be doing this series with my friend and my colleague, someone who has been such an inspiration for me. You know, it's as if that she and I have known each other a lifetime or many lifetimes. And how how do you actually put something like that into words? How can you actually talk about a connection that you make with someone? Well, I have to tell you, you cannot. It's not of this earth. It's not of what I am accustomed to in the day-to-day. And many of you know what I'm talking about. You get up, you take care of your kids, you go to work, you come home, you throw some food on the stove, you go to bed, you get up. You know, but in your day, in your day, what is it that you can say about the people that you've come in contact with, how they've either touched your life or not, and what you have done in return? That's what I want to say about my very special co-host today, Jacqueline Ripstein, joining me here today. Artist, art healing pioneer, uh, world peace activist, someone that has been in the world of fine art, as we like to call it, because I'm telling you, her art is beyond fine. For over 38 years, she has inspired thousands of people across the world. You know, with more than 375 international shows, born in Mexico, and here's the part that I really love, self-taught. You know, won a national Prismacolor diploma at 12 years old. Why? You wouldn't even be asking that question if you saw what she does. But her art really transcends whatever you can put on a paintbrush. It goes beyond whatever you think about a canvas. It even moves beyond a technique, one of which she created, new invisible art. But it does. It moves beyond all of that. And we got to visit very closely with her healing message and her art in her fabulous book, The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness. I'm thrilled and honored that she and I get to do this series together And where we're taking each chapter of her book and we're going through and we're talking about the special meaning in it. For those of you out there, go to theartofhealingart.com and follow along with us. Today's show, and and this is really kind of important for us, life, its burdens, and its gifts. And uh, today, 
you and I and Jacqueline get to take this journey through this remarkable book, we'll be amazed what the art reveals. What are the hidden messages and the messages from the other side? The art of healing art, you know, the book itself is powerful. It's transformative. Uh, It will unveil your light as it has for me. Each lesson guides us into these amazing, profound revelations that we just get too busy in our lives to pay attention to. So the question is, are you ready to take this journey with us today to uncover both the light, the dark, and the mastery that is involved when we touch that part of ourselves that is beyond the beyond and step into the invisible? Jacqueline, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. It's wonderful, wonderful to be with you. My heart sings with joy every time we do this together. Thank you. (laughs) You know, we last time we talked about, you know, the first two lessons in, in the book. And for those of you, the book I keep referring to, if you hear me say the book throughout the show, the book is The Art of Healing Art. It is incredible. And we're going to tell you how you're, you're going to be able to get your own copy of the book as well. But we went, through the, you know, we went through the first two lessons, and that's what you and I are doing. We're taking two lessons at a time because you know, your message and what transpired when I read this book is, is, has deeply profound and profoundly touched me in a way that I, I did not know. So I wanted to talk about these two lessons and start with you know, the lesson uh, that, that so many of us in life don't get the moment to stop and think about as we grow and as we change. Uh, but before we jump into that, what has this journey been like in putting this radio show together? What, what, has, what has sort of been revealed to you during this process? Well, in, again, like everything is amazing in life when you are open to it and as as. We have created this, and I went back and synthesized a little bit in the book. And, you know, every time, even though the book came through me, and Mm. I'm only the instrument of it, every time I go through it, it's like, wow, you know, and I'm (laughs) learning, and it it, it changes, or it, it brings out, like, different levels, you know, like with the onion, like you take out the first layer and there's a second layer and then you go to the second layer and you you read the same, but then you understand further on. I don't know if it's happening to you as well. Yeah, it does. Um, and so, you know, part of this is as I get to go through it, you know, each time we do a show, there's a new revelation. You know, today we're going to start out talking about lesson three, life. Uh, and, you know, for those of you that have the book and are following with us, you know, you, you'll be able to take this journey for, for the moment. I wanted to talk before we talk about the lessons. I wanted to talk about life, the beautiful art that you created. Tell us about this image if you could. Uh- one of the things that I wanted, you know, to show people through the image, as you see normal light, you will see that the storm is passing, but during its course, it took with it a boat, and you see the wreckage of, of the boat, and the name of the boat is life, and the waves are still, you know, like a little strong, 
And one of the things that happens is I ask people when I use this painting in workshops and I say, have you felt like this before? Have you felt destroyed? And, you know, how many times in your life? If I go back to my life, uh, I can tell you I've been there many times and there's been all kinds of destruction, you know, in my life as there is in other people's lives, like death, when it comes to us, the death of a person we love, the end mm. of a relationship, you know, the, the death of, of, um, of an animal, financial loss, all these are losses that we live in our daily lives. And we all go through it, some sooner, some stronger, some get more uh, storms in their lives, and they, they get more, you know, learning to do. And then when I put on the black light, the boat appears, and mm. you see it complete and sailing. So the first image, when we feel destroyed, destroyed allures to the illusion world, because in reality, the soul, which is the boat that's complete, can never, ever be destroyed. Hmm. You know, I, I would love for us to, to take a minute, if we could, um, and, and talk about um, one of the things you say in, in, in the book, and I, and I just want to read it, if I could, you, you know, uh -huh. for a minute. You say, in this lesson, we encounter a third level of awareness, life itself. As we encounter life's many tests, we get closer to discovering our spirit, our true self that lives in our invisible world. When we awaken to know our spirit, then the trials, storms, and tests of life will not crush us. Our spirit is eternal and nothing can destroy it. I'm sorry. I get. I'm. I. I can hardly read this, because if if there were one thing, Jacqueline, that we could remember on a daily basis, it would be that, wouldn't it? You know, what's in our bank accounts wouldn't matter. You know, what we do on our jobs would be pale compared to the essence of spirit. So, you know, for many of us, I get all choked up about this because I know too often in my own life I have not done this, not done this. And I would love for you to talk to the power, the purpose of what this really means, what the opportunity here is for us, if you could. It's a lifetime opportunity for each of us, Dr. Pat, because... You know, we move forward in life. And, the, you know, the only university we all go through is the university of life. And, you know, we need to learn to master our lives. And in being caught, like you said, in the, in the visible material world, we forget about the other one. We become too busy to encountering ourselves even for five minutes, you know, I'm telling people who have bought the book, even if it's five minutes, open the book. Why? Because it'll open an imaginary uh, portal, but it's a, a real energetic 
a way to be in contact with your soul. So when you awaken and you open the book, you right away become aware like I am a spirit, you know. I am a human being that's having, you know, a spiritual journey. Or like Taylor said, I'm in a spiritual journey having a human experience. Mm. So it is very, very important that we become aware that to master our lives is the most important thing we came to do. Like you said, we're taking nothing with us, you know, not even our bodies. Those stay here. What we're really taking is our deeds, our actions, our words, you know, what we created in life. Mm. That's really something we are created, but we also take the evil part of it, you know, when we're doing wrong to others, when we're hurting others. We're also taking that with us. We're also taking the hurt that we do onto ourselves. And that's something where the storms crash the most. When we do not love ourselves is when the storms come in with a stronger force. Mm. Um, I wanted to, to ask you, you know, a question um, about this, this, you know, I, I woke up the other day, Jacqueline, and I, I just want to just tell you, I woke up the other day and, uh, you, you know, and I pray and I, and, and I go through and I don't pray, oh, please, God, do this, do that. Um, I, I look at, you know, my life and, and there are moments where I'm really clear about what I'm called to do and others when I'm not. And I pray for that, that guidance. But some days, some days, you know, when something just doesn't turn out exactly the way I thought it would, I ask myself, why am I being tested here? And I know that this lesson is about that. Why are we tested? Or, it, you know, is that just in our minds? Well, it's not in our minds. You know, <laughs> the whole energy system that the universe answers to so when I don't love myself, I will get somebody or an experience into my life to prove me right and to learn from it the opposite, which is if I didn't love myself, there'll come to my life somebody that will put me down enough to the point that it's even stronger than what I do to myself. And maybe that will help hopefully awaken me to understand that it is in loving myself that I can get out of that uh, storm. When somebody dies, for example, the main thing we're learning is let go. You know, let go of all attachment, understanding that the person that passed away, you know, that died, is really in another vibrational dimension. And sometimes I wonder myself, Dr. Pat, is death the ultimate or being death while I'm alive what really makes it stronger in the death? I think that's an interesting question for all of us as we look at our lives and we look at, you know, what we say yes to. What... You, you know, I, someone said to me, you know, how did you, how did, how did your life unfold for you, right? You and I could probably do a whole show 
on our lives and uh, and the challenges and the storms and you know like that whatever the hurricanes whatever came through the tornado that we call our lives um uh-huh. and and someone said to me you know what does growth require this is a really interesting conversation because you know i'm of a couple of different minds about this so i'm really interested what is the spiritual journey when it comes to growth what does it require from us Actually, the question really should be, what does it demand from us? I would think the first thing to answer is awareness. You know, mm-hmm. uh, growth is when you expand, when you understand more, when you, you know, grow spiritually, which means getting levels of awareness, getting more empathy, getting more compassion, polishing ourselves into being a diamond and not carbon stain as it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, one of the things that I was reading this morning, I get daily affirmations, right? And mm-hmm. I got a daily affirmation um, about uh, uh, about life and death. Right. I mean, there was a there was a a quote, I guess, from uh, the book of Revelation, I guess it was. And it's it talks about I am the living one. And it went on to talk about at the spiritual level, you know, that we need these keys to access, you know, what the God of our understanding has for us. And, you know, and you're talking about it so beautifully in terms of awareness. You know, here's something that's kind of interesting as I get to think about this, and, and we should talk about the image regarding this, is, you know, there have been moments where I have gotten the level of awareness and things have not been painful, if that makes sense. You know, I got this level of awareness not necessarily through the pain of it, do you believe and and does this depict this this piece of art you know today's lesson is it that it becomes painful when we're not aware and we miss the cues and then you know or can we bypass the, that level of pain through awareness do you see what i'm asking it's really just an interesting question i actually hadn't asked this question before Yes, it's a beautiful question. Thank you for putting it so <laughs> openly and, and wisely. You see in the painting that even after the storm, the sun is shining in the brightest. That's a symbol of hope. That's a symbol of awareness. When we, Yes, you're absolutely right. When we connect to life only through being asleep, only through not learning, only uh, through, you know, looking for painful situations and falling into them easily without looking within ourselves of what's creating that. Then the tests keep, um, keep us bombarded continuously. But as we start waking up and as we start asking you know, face-to-face, the way you did the test, saying, why are you coming up to me? What do I have to learn with this? That's one of the things I ask myself. Why is it happening to me, and why? what am I supposed to learn with this? And once you realize that and 
just by the starting of asking the question, at that point, the resistance of going against being asleep uh, takes over, and a whole wake, wake, wake of, how do you call it, wakeful state appears. Mm-hmm. So in front of that state, what we call suffering, not pain, suffering eases. You know, pain, there's a saying, pain is, uh, you know, pain, I, I don't know if I believe this, this statement either. You know that uh, that we we all go through and and experience pain, uh, but suffering is optional. I wanted to talk to you about something in this lesson that has so profoundly touched me that I would be if we didn't talk about it, uh, I would be asking you to go back and redo this this particular <laughs> lesson. <laughs> Every one of these lessons are beautiful, but they're profound, right? And I know you say pain is not a choice, but suffering is. And mm-hmm. and so I wanted to talk with you about something in this lesson that that you talk about. You talk about faith. You talk about faith. And, and if you don't mind, I, I would like to just read um, from what you say here. You say, are we living or merely existing? Faith enables us to conquer life's challenges. Faith is our survival mode. Without faith, life becomes meaningless and we find ourselves relating only to the material world. I would love to hear your view on faith because I have to tell you, there have been moments in my life where doubt didn't exist. Not for a nanosecond. Not about, not about something that seemed impossible. And so I would love for you to talk a bit about the storm, the journey. And the relationship between faith and doubt. Well, when we are in a situation of doubt, we are reinforcing the storm and all the negative forces that brought it to us or to our lives. Faith is equal to light. It's a light in our lives that is connected to our souls. You know, it's directly a connection between us and spirit. When I have faith, I am reaffirming that I'm part of spirit. It's not negating it. In the other case, it is negating it. Mm -hmm. Denying it. You know, part of this is looking at the painting and looking at the invisible messages and, and what you've created in 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 this beautiful, beautiful lesson. Um, you say in the in the invisible world, you'll see that the boat appears intact. Like your spirit, it can never be destroyed. The soul is eternal. Mm-hmm. What is it about our being that prevents us from remembering that? Because you see, I think if we could remember that, if we could remember or at least be able to step into the place where we say I'm governed by the laws of God or the laws of the universe and remind ourselves that we live in a world of possibilities, not impossibilities, you see? And so I wanted to, to you know, I wanted you to talk a bit about, um, you know, this idea of the soul. Well, it is really, really important that we become aware and recognize all the signals that the soul is constantly giving us, you know, it's a, it's a, 
constant reinforcement that we get from God, from the soul, letting us know we're not alone. But then the ego comes in and darkens everything. And that's how we forget. The moment we enter life, we enter a material world, and little by little, from being a baby that's connected totally to God, you know, we move away from it, and then we start forgetting. And then, you know, I believe that as we go older, I did a painting a few years ago of a baby coming from the light and an old man going back again to it. One is coming from it, and we're all going towards it again. Mm. So the journey of life is to remind us while we are alive of who we truly are and about, about the divine essence. I think that that's what the journey of life is about. Mm. Well, we're going to be uh, talking in the next, uh, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking about lesson lesson four. The, you know, when we talk about life, then we talk about the burden of life. And, and um, Jacqueline's going to do a little reading from, from this, this lesson, our introduction to this lesson and what it's about. Um, for those of you out there, I want you to all know that you can go to theartofhealingart.com, find out about, you know, the book, find out about this beautiful art. And also, you can get a copy of the book on Amazon. You, there is a black and white version, and then there's also the color version, which is ac- absolutely beautiful. Um, right now, for those of you out there, we're creating an incredible series, which is both on radio as you're listening to it, but also video as well. Uh, be- these messages are so, so very important. Uh, Jacqueline, I wanted to ask you one last question. What would you like to say? What would what would your personal message be about this particular lesson? To wake up every day and be grateful for what we have and not for what we don't have. You mm. know, to to say every day, thank you, God, and thank you to the people that are around us and with us, and mainly to understand that we are light. We are an invisible being of light, divine light that's vibrating and looking to master our lives. Mm. You know, just allow that to happen. Be part of it. Do not resist it. Mm. Powerful. When we come back, everyone, fasten your seatbelts for this. Lesson for the burden of life and... um beautiful reading that Jacqueline will do for those of you out there go to the website theartofhealingart.com and take a look there's also uh, ways for you to find out more about Jacqueline there her who she is her fabulous art it's beautiful when we come back we're going to talk about the burden of life and hope stay tuned you're listening to the Dr. Pat show this is talk radio to thrive by we're doing a special special series with Jacqueline Ripstein on The Art of Healing Art, The Keys to Power and Awareness. We'll be right back. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. 
Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866-499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who've had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement Conversation today. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, Jacqueline and I are doing a series. It's really an honor to be taking this journey with her. Um, You know, you never know where the connections you make in life are going to take you. And what I want to say to everybody tuning in, just be open to them. Whatever they are, however they show up, be open to what is trying to be told to you or revealed to you. Whether they are lessons with people that have broken your heart or lessons with people that have opened your heart, uh, whether they are lessons that, you know, come through others, they are all there for us to bask in and embrace. Um, this lesson, lesson, lesson four, I was telling Jacqueline, Jacqueline, I was telling you during the break that, you know, when I read this the first time, I must have really blown right through this. Uh, and you said something to me that was fascinating about the ego. And uh, this time through it, though, I didn't. And this lesson is lesson for the burden of life. And, and Jacqueline, I, I would love for you, as an introduction to the lesson, 
to read from the opening of this particular chapter. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Lesson four, the burden of life. Hope is like the sun, which as we journey toward it, casts the shadow of our burden behind us. Samuel smiles. The purpose of life is not to have achieved success by the end of our lives, but to succeed as we live. Every human being is unique. Our thoughts incite actions. Our actions manifest our reality. We alone are responsible for our own actions. There is nobody to blame. Every person carves out his or her own destiny. The more burdens we carry, the more others the descent, the ascent, and the slower we advance. Every decision we make carries a consequence. One must simply evaluate the price to be paid in that consequence. Learning from every test of life leads us to the mastery of our lives. Those who have succeeded have thoroughly recognized the immense importance of the divine plan. Mm. Uh, this is for me, as I went back and I read it, this particular lesson has, you know, I have been, I was struck by this um, today and over the weekend as I've read it again in a way I hadn't been before. Before we go on, I would love for you to talk about the image, the painting that you did of the burden of life. And what I'm struck by, here's what I'm struck by. I'm struck by the way I've seen, I've, I'm looking at this now as if it's new. Tell us about this picture because I actually think it's different than the other pieces you've painted yeah, first of all, we look at the, you know, the year I did it, it's 1980. Yeah. And you see an angel that looks like my invisible, right? And at yeah. that time, I did not even have any technique on invisibility. You know, at that, I started researching in 1983. It means three years later after I painted it, yet it looks like it's invisible, right? Yeah. That shows us that many times in our lives, we have a footprint, and it's face-to-face -face to us. And like you said, eventually it'll appear, which is part of our doing in life, our mission in life. If we take it or not, that's a decision for us to take. And that's, that was something that was very powerful for me in this painting. And one of the things you see is underneath, in the darkness, you see people carrying their sacks. Some are broken. Some are totally full. Some are half empty. Some are, you know, less empty. We're all carrying our own burden in life. And then you see in the top that there's an angel guiding us towards the light, showing us that by rising above, see the level where the angel is, is the highest level of the human beings, you know, not at, at the angel's level. And then at the other side of the mountain where the path continues, you see the people going around and walking with their sacks towards that light, mm -hmm. which means, uh, and you see that the sacks are less, less heavy, less, less bigger, 
and a lot of people keep on carrying their sacks. Well, as we move on in life, the more we carry, the slower is our ascendance, mm-hmm. and the slower is our awakening procedure, and realizing who we truly are, because we're stuck in the past. So one of the things this lesson is telling you is, open that sack and go through it. Anything that does not belong to the present or for your learning, let it go. Mm-hmm. Anything that from the future is not yet here, let it go. Which usually, with an expectation, it equals a frustration. Yeah. So that's one of the main things in this uh, lesson, this painting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to talk about how important and symbolic this particular uh, piece is, the burden of life that you've created. Um, and and how uh, how important it is for us in thinking about what we carry through our days each day. Um, one of the things you say is, oh, God, my load is so heavy, how it weighs me down. I'm not sure I can endure it. I have been there many times in my life. I've been at that place many times in my life. Um, more times than I thought about until I reread this chapter, actually, uh, Jacqueline. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, as I read through this the first time, I was kind of laughing during the break because I blew right by this chapter the first time. I think I was so eager to get to the next lesson. I just blew by this. And, and, you know, I'm kind of wondering about that, uh, about why that was. I think I wasn't ready to read it then. I wasn't ready to read it, um, several months ago. Uh, but I became ready to read it now, um, and one of the things that I remember reading about this is when you talk about the universal principles of cause and effect, action and reaction, and the law of energy that governs all life and the consequence of our actions. Sometimes, don't we, don't we forget, Jacqueline, that the idea of making a decision about what to think or how to think about something or a person is also... An action. We we don't think about that. We think, oh, an action means I'm going to cut the lawn today, right? We don't think about the action that says, oh, I'm joyfully going to cut the lawn. Oh, oh, I dread cutting the lawn. We don't think about that, right? But yet, as I reread this, you make that point that cause and effect comes in many forms. And so you ask us to examine our sack. So I wanted to ask you, Talk a little bit about that process and how did this, you know, this had to be a personal experience for you as well, just as with me and not wanting to read this. Uh, This one is a very vivid uh, lesson in my life. And one of the things that you will see, Dr. Pat, that the book has a certain design and the design is very important to follow it in order to become aware and content and illuminated. Why? Because it takes us by the hand to different fields that have to be A, B, C, D, E, you know. They have to have a certain order for, let's call it the magic of mm-hmm. awareness to happen. And if we, one of the lessons, you know, we, we get stuck or dormant or something happens, there 
Tanako is there. That's, that becomes one of the more important clues that we have to go over and over again in order to find out hidden things within us that we're not aware of. One of the things you talk about, you say life experiences of joy, love, service, empathy, and compassion are positive feelings. They're not burdened. They do not weigh us down. They represent the energy we need to charge our enthusiasm and lighten up. Oh, boy. And, you know, so beautifully said, so right to the point. Uh, and you also talk about the load. If the load doesn't serve us, let it go. And let's talk about what some of this may look like in our lives. You know, whether they be past relationships we've had in our lives that have not been, you know, relationships that have turned out the way we want, whether it's a job we have that we're not happy with it, you know, whether it's a project we're working on, um, you, you know, let me ask you a different question. Have you ever painted anything that you that that you thought, oh, I'm just not happy with that? I wanted to ask you about that. <laughs> It is very interesting. But, you know, isn't that really an interesting lesson about this? You know, especially when we're talking about the burden of life. You know, sometimes there will be things that show up in our lives, either other people, other other situations, where we'll, they'll, ha- you know, they'll show up and they'll make us, they'll make us start to, you know, reflect upon doubt, questioning ourselves. Um, and, you know, it's so interesting to hear you talk about this because here you are and you paint you know, from a higher source, this is your paintings represent an energy that comes through you and comes through you on canvas, right? Mm-hmm. And and so by the very nature of wanting to change that painting, right, weren't you also at the place where you were questioning the divine transmission that came to you? But this is what we do all the time. In this chapter, you talk about intuition, and and it's interesting because this chapter and the chapter before really are related. You know, they're related to me in a different way. 
And what I've come to know about this is awareness comes through us via intuition. You know, some days we know that that action we're going to take just isn't the action we really need to take, but we do it anyway. Why do we do that? I, Pat, because we sabotage our lives and our success and ourselves. You know, we are more used to seeing our darkness and seeing our light. And our intuition, which is what's called the sixth sense, is a direct connection with our soul. And it happens right away. And then the second thought or word that we hear is the ego. And usually, you know, if you focus when your intuition comes in, it right away warns you, you know, there's danger or something you shouldn't be doing, and right away, you know, warns you. And then the second comes in saying, oh, no, no, it's okay, don't do that. That's the ego that comes from the left side of us. So we need to be very aware that we contain both energies within us, the darkness and the light. And most of the time, we nourish the darkness and not our light. Mm. I want to talk a little bit here about the ego for a minute. And, you know, there are a lot of songs that have been written about the ego. There's a lot of books that have been written about the ego. Uh, Most of them not really talking about the ego too kindly. But don't we? Don't you think, though, if I think about the times where the intellect um, that comes up, you know, that connection to the ego, um, it's also an opportunity to learn. It's also an opportunity to grow. It's also an opportunity to move beyond, you know, doubt and fear and hesitation. Um, and, you know, in that, how does it help us? release the burdens that we carry around how does it help us i i'm so struck by this particular painting and this particular lesson right now because it's like i said you know when i went through this the first time i i I know i read it because i read every every lesson in the book but it didn't have the same meaning it has for me so i would love to hear from you about the journey that allows us uh to to move beyond the burden and look at uh, how we can let go of that which is not ours. Let me read this in page 75. Okay. Obstacles are there to stop you, but to imp- are not there to stop you, but to impel you to raise yourself up from a place where as you move beyond the challenging situation, more solutions appear. Know that you already can everything within yourself to transcend any obstacle. So, saying that, you know, we know that in life we come in and we start talking and getting more and more burdens of life. And instead of getting lighter in life, you know, like the Egyptians used to do when... A dead person, when somebody would die, they would take the, the heart, you know, to, to Osiris, to the god, and weight it against the feather. Why? Because we're not only here to become the light that we are, we're here to become lighter. And that's the whole message of this 
listen. I want to also read something on that page as well, because this is the part that really was so profoundly embedded in my consciousness this time. It says, and, and it says, I just want to read it for a minute. It says, observe your thoughts. And by the way, for those of you following us, in the book, each lesson, at the end of each lesson, there's a section called Reflections. And this is what we're referring to now. Uh, and, you know, there's an invitation that um, Jacqueline gives us uh, at the end of every one of these chapters, every one of these, and a, a prayer, which we'll talk about at the end of this as well. Here's what it says. It says, observe your thoughts dispassionately. Discard those that bring you down. Replace them with positive, empowering thoughts. And then you go on to say this. This was, this was where the light bulb went on for me today. And I, I'm actually going to share this one with Linda. Too. We were talking about something, both of us, today. Uh, it says, when someone hurts or offends us, we have several choices to avenge, to forgive, or to ignore. Uh, so, you know, honestly, I didn't really get the third one, ignore, but I got it this time. So you go on to say, our response depends entirely on, on the level at which our consciousness is at the time. The one that gets offended is our ego, not our spirit. And, you know, as I read that, it's just, oh, my gosh, that's my ego again. That's not my spirit. That's not my vibration. That's not the beauty of life. So okay. you talk about what it means to drop the illusion that the past continues as a reality in the present moment. And I want to read that sentence again because it was, as I wrote it, I was like, I put a little sticky note on it. You say, drop the illusion that the past continues as a reality in the present moment. Oh my gosh, Jacqueline, it feels like it though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why you call it an illusion. Yeah, well, it's an illusion like in magic, you know, you see things appearing and things happening and they're really not real. You see a, a, a piece of furniture and you think it's real and it's atoms vibrating. Mm. So what happens when we try to carry someone else's burden? And, of course, that's got to be what's triggering the ego. You know, what happens when we try to carry someone else's burden? First, first, we can't. You know, we can only carry our own burden. We can mm -hmm. help them deal with pain or, uh, you know, we can accompany them. But in reality, what we're doing is we're not putting attention into our own sack, uh, solving, you know, what we have to solve, our attention goes into trying to carry somebody else's burden, and, you know, it's amazing, Dr. Pat, but if we really want to help them, if we become lighter and we solve our own sack and we solve our own burden of life, we really mm. are helping them more with our vibration and consciousness that trying to carry uh, a sack that we can't carry and we're not mm -hmm. allowed to carry. Wow. Um, I am um, I am so honored to be doing with, uh, you know, doing this series with you. Um, I wanted to ask you, what's the personal message uh, for this particular lesson and how can people find out more about you and get a copy of the book? Okay. Uh, first of all, they, they can 
go to my website, as you said, theartofhealingart.com. Mm-hmm. That directs you, you know, to the Amazon store as well to buy either the color book or the black and white. And the color book, by the way, you know, it's um, it's not called color book because of Amazon's way of, of naming it. But anyway, you can do it through my website. Go directly to Amazon or in Amazon. You look for the art of healing, art healing art one word, and then the four formats will appear. The color book, uh, the black and white, like you said, the Kindle, and the audio book. And then if people want to see my website, uh, which is jacklinrepstein.com of my art directly, they can also do it through the art of healingart.com. Wow. What is the lesson for this particular um, burden of life. What is what is the message you'd like to leave us with here today? Well, uh, first of all, to understand that enlightenment is the result of moving in life with freedom and less burden. To understand that to be a being of light means to be lighter, and the more we are lighter, the more we radiate the light of God, you know, within us and for others. And that's the way we become a divine human being and and a contagious human being towards enlightenment, if you want to call it that way. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much, you know, for this opportunity of reaching to others. Yeah. Well, thank you for all that you do. So everyone go to the Art of Healing Art and, uh, and, you know, please, please, if you... If you uh, go to Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat show in a little bit, you'll be able to see the amazing video that Jessica is creating about this in the spirit of the art of healing art. We'll see you next time, everyone. for the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Monday, 10 a.m., The Art of Healing Art with artist-author Jacqueline Ripstein. Lesson 3, Life. Lesson 4, Life's Burdens and Gifts. Tuesday, 10 and 11 a.m., Gluten Freedom with Dr. Alessio Fasano. Get into it. Winning at the Game of Life, co-host Lynn Brown, The Colorful World of Energy. Wednesday, 10 and 11 a.m., How to Enhance Intuitive Communication with Higher Self with Meg Benedict and Quantum Vortex. Connections Radio with co-host Brenda Thine. Thursday, 10 a.m., Paying Your Doctor When You Are Well and Not When You Are Sick, Dr. Thane of Wellness One. Stay tuned and call in during the show, 1-800-930-2819. For more information, visit thedrpatshow.com. And make sure to like and follow The Dr. Pat Show on Facebook and Twitter. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. 
Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866-499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who've had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. 